Hi, and welcome to the Internal Shift Podcast, your mindset to an abundant business and life. I am your host, Elise Woodaglary. Enjoy the episode. Hey, my lovelies, welcome back to another podcast episode. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I think I just... I do get excited for every single episode that I do because they they honestly, they're all just so good in their own unique ways. But this episode is, it's a little bit special because I recently connected with this sister online properly about a month ago. So we've been connected online. You'll hear our story in the episode, but we've been connected online for probably over a year now, but we've never actually spoken, exchanged words. And she put up a post on Facebook about a month ago. And I was like, oh my goodness, I need to connect with this woman. And we got talking and we realized that we were just so in sync with how we were feeling around this particular topic. And I was just like, we need to turn this into a podcast episode because I feel like there is so much value in this conversation. So we did. We jumped on this episode and we went into depth um, and we connected and shared our mutual love for Wonder Woman. If you know me, you know me. You know my love for Wonder Woman. And you'll understand why in this podcast episode when we go into it. And we also dove into so much more. We spoke about women unleashing themselves and living a life beyond their wildest dreams. We spoke about vulnerability. We spoke about meeting your edge, meeting your scarcity in order to really fully move through it and create abundance. We we just spoke about so much in depth. There is so much value in this episode that if you really let it land, can shift you in so many ways. So as always, enjoy. And I will, I, I'll always love to know what you think, what your takeaways were. So let me know. Welcome, Jamie, to the Internal Shift Podcast. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming on here. We were literally just talking a few seconds before we pressed play, before we pressed go live on the podcast. And I was like, let's not say anything. Let's not say anything about what we're going to talk about yet because I want what we are going to talk about to be like our first initial you know, that first initial download that hits and it's like never the same twice. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be such a, a powerful podcast, but I would love for you to, I guess, introduce yourself to the listeners and really let everyone know who you are, what you're about. I know that we connected, like I said before, over about a year ago now online and there's never been any any words exchanged, but it's just been like this energy where I was like, I really resonate with this woman and I love her and I love what she's saying. I love what she's sharing. Just so powerful. Like your presence online is so powerful and it's, it's really felt like it, it really is felt, you know, every time you post, I just felt such a powerful energy behind it. Um, 
but you posted something a couple of few weeks ago, probably a month ago now, and this is how we actually connected. And I'll go into that, but I'd love for you to just share um, with the listeners who you are, what you do, what you're passionate about, all the good stuff. <laughs> well, um, no pressure on the on the, all the powerful pieces yeah. that you dropped. I hope we can, <laughs> hope we can live up to the to the expectation. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. So, so wild to, you know, to reduce us down to a label and say what we do, you know, like every mm-hmm. person, I'm multi-passionate. I have so many loves. I have, um, I have desires to live a wild and wondrous life. And, um, you know, I, I'm in this space of like womanhood. I love mm. sharing the magic of womanhood, the magic of women coming together. And when we come together in truth and we come together in what's alive and we drop, you know, from that not even into the heart, but into our wombs and, and really allow ourselves to feel then, you know, the, there's just the most miraculous experiences transpire in our life. And so I'm, I'm in the space of magic. <laughs> I'm mm. in the space of living, breathing and, and co-creating magic. And um, I guess what that manifests in the world is I'm the founder of Wildfire Woman. So I run retreats and online programs for women. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm really passionate about holding space for women to meet themselves in the, in the, in the depths of who they are to uncover how truly powerful, magnificent and beautiful they really are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something's just dropped for me now, as you've just said that. And I think I actually realized why I resonate so much with your content because I, for such a big chunk of my life I have been so much in my masculine right the feminine has never felt safe for me in terms of me being in my feminine and being around the feminine right and over the past I'd say probably if I'm being honest probably about 12 months I've really been exploring that and 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 actually healing that and allowing myself to feel safe in the feminine and around the feminine right and when i see you online i just feel like you are such like you can definitely feel that masculine strength within you but it's like this feminine it's done in such with such feminine power and it's like you are a true example of a woman in her power but also so strong in her feminine you know, and I, and like, you're such a beautiful example of that, of wow. that, that dance. <laughs> yeah. On a beautiful reflection. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. You're welcome. And on, honestly, like that's you, you, yeah. Like you definitely have been, like I said, even though we haven't up until now, we haven't ever connected or spoken to each other. When I see you, it's just like, you, you are that example and such a permission for women to be that strength you know and Mm -hmm. to feel safe in their feminine Mm. and that's I think that's why I've really um resonated with so much of what you say and do because it's like you are that permission piece for women to feel safe in their feminine you know and really embrace that so yeah that just that just dropped for me as as we were talking and I just realized that that's that's why I love, you know, your content so much and, and what you do. It's, it's amazing. So why don't we share how we actually connected with everyone? That'd be great. So really, really funny story and probably not how you would think 
we would connect, but you put a post online on Facebook probably about a month ago now, I'd say, or close to, and it was, I feel like going back and finding it, but it was along the lines of, has anyone seen the new Wonder Woman movie and has it ignited something within you? It was something along those lines. Do you remember? Yeah, it was? It was, um, who's seen the new Wonder Woman and has it activated you? Activate. The it activated me. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. And I was scrolling my feed and it came up on my feed and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I have to comment on this. Like, yes, I feel exactly the same way about Wonder Woman. And I, like I was saying to you before, I have never met anyone that loves Wonder Woman the way I do. <laughs> and it's, it sounds really ridiculous because it's like she's a fictional character. She's not even a real character. She's a superhero who wears a superhero you know, outfit. How can she mean so much or be so inspirational to someone, right? And it, and this is what I really want to go into, um, you know, over the podcast is the, the depth to her and why I feel we both connect to her in different ways. And when I saw that post, I was like, I remember commenting on it. I was like, oh my God, yes, me, like totally. I feel exactly the same way. And I was like, I think we just became best friends. <laughs> like I finally found someone who feels the same way of, as, you know, about one woman that I do. So we connected and we kind of shared why we resonate and resonate with her so much. And I would love for you to share what's coming up for you around it and why you resonate so much with her. And we'll sort of go off that. Yeah, 100%. I think um, just reflecting on that post, I think you and I were the only ones that like commented. Yeah, we were. Like this whole conversation that we had. And I felt like that that post was to bring us together totally yeah it was so perfect um and i think you know even i've just had a thought i was like it'd be really powerful to reflect on that post because we did Mm -hmm. share quite authentically the pieces that stuck out to us in in the comments and if i just reflect you know you talked about wonder woman being a fictional character but uh, to me she represents some of these core aspects of the feminine and Um, a really clean representation of feminine power and Mm. wisdom and a woman that's standing for truth, you know, that moves me to tears when I Mm. think about, you know, one woman's heart and her Mm. desire to help the planet actually did it. Yeah. I just got, you know, like myself. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I, and, and, and it, that's how powerful women are. Mm. (laughs) Like, that's how powerful we are. Totally. And I think to, 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 to bring more of that to life <laughs> in every woman mm. is just be a gift to humanity. Yeah. Truly, truly a gift to humanity. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think about uh, the, the compassion and the love and the stand and the stand that she is and the courage that she embodies mm. and the willingness to go to the places that no one else is willing mm. to go. And to think about, you know, that the first Wonder Woman movie, I remember reading, like it moved me that much. I was mm. just like, wow. I just yeah. remember reading up about it. And that scene was the scene. There's a couple of scenes in that first one. The first scene I'd like to draw attention to is uh, where, um, 
the the guy comes in on the plane and yeah. she jumps into the ocean yeah. and then the war starts right yes. and then the women come over the cliffs and then yes. there's like this scene of these women on these horses and it's yeah. like never we've never seen anything like it before in history you know no. and I remember no. watching one of the behind the scenes of the filming being like we just created history there has yeah. never been a scene in a movie ever yeah. that has depicted this with women yeah. and it was just like whoa um just just incredible and then the second scene was uh where she's fighting uh her aunt and she mm -hmm. realizes her power where she like comes up mm -hmm. like this and the, the um the scene is like this massive yeah. power break and i think to me it just represents that the inner power that is so untapped and so uh unignited within us a lot of the time and that even when we are an empowered woman even when we are uh, we have done the work, you know, I mean, yeah. this morning I've just embarked on another, uh, another package with a, with a woman who supports me and mm. um, she's done these, she just does these tuned in reports. So she tunes mm. in and like tests all of these different areas and she's developed this report for me. It's the wild woman report. She's like, I'm really guided to develop this report for you. Yeah. It's the wild woman unleashed. And I'm like, amazing. And I've just read through it like only an hour ago. And, you know, on all of the, the things, you know, as much work as I've done, as much as I'm a stand for women, as much as I lead this work and all the things, I mean, first and foremost, I'm a student of it. Mm. And in the report, you know, that it's like, it shows my progress. And I'm like, there's 50% for a lot of it. You know, there's actually still so much for mm. me to grow. And I see that and, uh, and go, okay, wow, Whew, so much more, you know, as yeah. much as I, um, I feel like, you know, I've progressed and grown and opened and embodied and ignited <laughs> you know, yeah. activated all the words. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's still so much more. And I think that um, the humility and the courage and the willingness of Wonder Woman, those, those traits and those threads, if mm. we uh, embody those as well, then mm. I think it's really the, the, the baseline and the foundations of a really powerful and fulfilled life. I could not agree more with what you just said. And I think I even said to you in, I think it was either a post or a message. I said, just imagine if all women showed up as in, you know, as, as Wonder Woman, like in the way that they presented themselves every day, you know, like we would, the planet would heal, humanity would heal. Like it would just be magic, you know? And Oh, there's so like, I remember I watched the first Wonder Woman movie too. And I just cried in so many parts of it because it's like, you could, I don't, I don't know about you, but I just resonated so much to certain things that she would say and do, you know, even down to when she was a little girl and wanting so badly to just break free and be that warrior that she knew she could be. And her mom was sort of like, no, it's too dangerous for you, you know? I know that my mom at times struggled with me, you know, and sort of letting me spread my wings. And she always did. She did it with hesitation. And there were times where maybe she didn't let me do it enough, you know, but like, I remember, I remember that scene when, when she um, went away on the boat, you know, and, and her mom, I can't remember exactly what her mom said, but her mom was just sort of like, I know this is something you need to do. And I know I can't stop you, you know, and, like that was like a really, really um, hit home for me because she had this vision that she wanted to, you know, save the world. She was like, there's work I need to do. There's work that needs to be done. I can't just stay still, 
you know, and she went off and, and did that. And I remember the first time I watched Wonder Woman, I remember thinking to myself, wow, like women can be powerful and strong and also be so gentle and, and loving and kind at the same time, you know, and just the way that she dances between the two, it's like this don't fuck with me energy about her, but it's also like so loving and, and nurturing. And it's just such, I just feel like if women can see past the, the fictional character and past the costume and all of that and actually see who she is and what she represents and how she shows up and how she holds herself, man, like you said, I just feel like as women, we could tap into so much more of ourselves, you know? I really, I really, really feel that. What, what else do you feel for you really stood out for you in terms of, yeah, like who she is and, and how, so like for the women listening, if we were to sort of bring this into our reality and, and our world and the world that we live in now, how do you feel women can start to embrace their Wonder Woman and start to really unleash those qualities that she embodies? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think first and foremost, it's the courage. You know, she she got on that boat. It was just, she didn't know what was going to happen, but no. she knew she had to follow that internal voice. Yeah. You know, she wasn't, um, she didn't let the love of her mom or the fear of the mm. loss of love from her mom or, you know, like any of that stop her from pursuing the thing that she knew mm. she was doing. And so, you know, the first thing is like, we all have desires. We all have passions. We all have this deep knowing deep, deep, deep down within that there's more to life. Yeah. And it's having the courage to take that next step. It's that courage to get on that boat. It's that courage to just gently open the door to what that version is for you. Mm. you know, I think um, one of my previous mentors, she used to say, uh, follow the breadcrumbs. You just got to keep following mm. the breadcrumbs, right? And the breadcrumbs lead you everywhere you need to go in your life yeah. and it's the like it takes so much courage to follow those breadcrumbs mm. and so i think that's the first one and then the second one is living in line with truth you know in the second movie she oh. uh <laughs> she uh has this opportunity to bring her lover back to life right the love of her life and she yeah. brings him back to life and um as a consequence she starts losing her power right and she's like, nope, I can have it all. You know, I've given all of me to humanity. I just want this one thing, right? Yeah. And she goes on for, it's a couple of scenes. Yeah. And he's still there. And then she realizes that in order to have the thing that she came here to do, in order to truly live out her purpose, and she has to give up the thing that's not aligned with truth. And so she courageously yeah. lets that go. She, she yeah. lets go of what was to open to what could be. Yeah. Still in the unknown. It was still unknown. No, and she didn't know if she was going to be able to save it. She didn't know if she was going to be able to uh, come through on what it was, but she just knew she had to go after it. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I, that I think we as women, if we can embody that, embody the willingness to embrace the unknown, trusting in that inner voice, that deep down, down, down inner voice that there's more, and then having the courage to take those steps towards it. Like it is a, totally different life <laughs> totally yeah. different life than um than what you'd imagine and um 
I think, you know, it's the pursuit of that life that is so fulfilling, not the attainment of it. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'd even like listen to that again. It's the pursuit of that life that yeah. is where the fulfillment lies, not, not the attainment of it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I resonate with that so, so deeply. And bringing back to what you said around, when she was leaving on the boat and she knew she had this thing to do and she, she went no matter who had upset, no matter what impact it was going to leave behind. I really want to, I really want to bring that home because doing the work that I do, which is really helping women just rewire their, their internal blueprint, you know, and just really get to that subconscious programming that they've created over the years ancestral lineage they've carried you know that that internal blueprint that they've carried their entire life and really helping them shift that with working with so many women over the years one of the biggest things that holds not just women men as well but predominantly i I work with women it is that fear of if i pursue what i truly know i'm here to do what am i going to lose i'm scared that i'm going to be I'm going to lose love. I'm going to lose connection. I'm going to be alone. I'm, you know, and I really want to, to bring that, yeah, to bring that home because I feel like as women, if we can understand that there are going to be times where we have to have our own back, we have, there will be times where we may be the only ones that have our own back at times. And this doesn't mean that we, should ever have to go through life without support, without, you know, we absolutely can and we can create that. But having the courage, like you said, to know that there will be times where the world is against us and we're the only ones that believe in what we want to do and having the courage to take that step because there is so much reward on the other side of that. And have you... Have you ever experienced that yourself? Because I know I have. I know there was a time when I started my entrepreneurial journey and love my family to bits, but there was a moment, a point in time where out of love, they were all very concerned of the decision that I was making and they weren't on board with it. They weren't on board with it and they, they made that clear, right? And I had to, against all odds, against what everyone was saying around me, I had to still say, no, this is what I know I have to do. And I know I'm going to make this work. I know I'm going to be good at this. And I had to trust myself for a little while. I had to keep taking the steps and moving forward despite the, the doubt that, or the, or the um, what's the word I'm looking for, the, the worry and concern that was around me. I had to keep getting up every day with courage, putting one foot in front of the other and taking that inspired action to create what I know I could create. And I'm so grateful that I stood by myself in during those times, you know, have you ever experienced something similar? (laughs) Like a thousand times. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that's the nature of what builds resilience and what builds us, you know, to, to who we are and, you know, I'd like to say, you know, for me, it hasn't looked like, okay, this one decision I'm going to make. And then it's like, 
roses on the other side and I, you know, just here being like, thank you know, everyone, you didn't believe in me for three months, but now it's all great. Um, it wasn't, it didn't look like that. You know, for me, this, this has been seven years. I quit my corporate job with no other job to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when I moved to, and I, I was living in a different state to my family. Uh, you know, that was the first one. And then there's been dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens more those decisions since leaving relationships leaving businesses Mm. leaving communities that like so much uh, against the odds of um what anybody thought or what my family thought or um even my community you know like 12 months ago i had founded a community called conscious leaders on the gold coast i was one of four co-founders we had a um we we all lived in this beautiful home together I was following you during that time That's yeah it. yes it was this beautiful 18 month journey we created um you know our events had you know i, I think the most we had 140 people at our event mm. one night after fortnight and we started one in the sunshine coast and the gold coast in brisbane uh in adelaide and perth has just started up actually mm. about a month ago and uh and there was a point in time where we just we like we walked away I walked away we we all had our own journeys out of it but it was like this thing you know could have could have been should have been look some other way but it was like it's no longer in alignment it's 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 the medicine of what that was has worked its magic on us all individually and uniquely now that chapter is done Mm. and you know I, I also left a relationship in that time and moved uh, moved down um, to the Byron Shire and you know the yeah. border shut COVID the week after and so literally it was like you are done <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah. And, and sitting with that and so I think um, you know it's it's just the courage to continue to follow those soul whispers and mm. uh, to sit in the in the discomfort when it doesn't make any sense and mm. you know um, you mentioned, you know, getting up every day, courageously putting one foot in front of the other and having that belief and trust in yourself. You know, my journey has been uh, sometimes there's like this little niggle and then you act on it and then there's like, holy shit, what have I done? You know, like this doubt ju- and, yeah. you know, it's, it's like all of that is there. So it's kind yeah. of like, you know, you're, I mean, to me, honestly, thinking about it now, I could probably describe it as like every decision like that, I become a toddler again and I have to mm-hmm. learn to Oh Literally, yeah, I, I get to learn who I am again. It's a whole new version. So there's moments of doubt, there's moments of lack of belief, then there's moments of like belief, and then there's like you know, it's 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 a washing machine. I think the, um, but it's through it's through that that, you know, I think that the resilience and the lessons and I know it's so cliche, and I don't one of the things like one of the reasons why I want to be a stand and and have a voice more for this work Mm. um, one of the reasons actually why why I wanted to be in this work was I used to see uh the magazines and the tvs back in my days pre-social media Mm -hmm. Um, I'm 32 this year so you know my teens were pre-social media um and I would see there was just this this perfection plastered everywhere Mm -hmm. and I just I just navigated the world in such a different way. You know, I've always been quite sensitive. I never, I never identified myself as that earlier. It's only now that I reflect. Um, but I just, I just didn't have a smooth journey through life. You know, like my, my, my thoughts and you know what I was navigating in my childhood and you know all mm. the things without going into depth about the story. But 
there was just this undercurrent in me that was like, what, there must be something wrong with me. Like everybody else seems to have these perfect lives figured out. They have money sorted out, relationships sorted out, their body sorted out, beauty mm. sorted out. But I can't seem to mm. get, get, get all my balls in a row, all my ducks lined up. Yeah. So there must be something wrong with me. And it was only, you know, when I, I remember moving to Sydney at 20, 23. So I was still living at home. I got promoted. My dream job at the time moved, moved to Sydney. And um, I was really nervous about that. And everyone's like, you're going to be fine. Everyone's going to love you. Like, it's going to be great. And I'm like, okay. And they kind of just like moved me on my way. It was like six months in. I remember coming home being like, fuck, I was such a big rearrange. And they're like, oh yeah, moving state. And like that, and it always is. I was like, why the hell wouldn't you tell me that? <laughs> you know, like six months ago. Yeah. And so I realized that there was all these conversations that weren't happening. Yeah. There was all of these emotions that were being felt and things that were being navigated that weren't spoken about. And I was like, why? Why, 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 why? Mm. Like if we could just open the door and have conversations about this, everybody would see that they're actually having a normal human experience mm. and that that's the truth of what, what's actually going on. And so I, I wanted to really become a stand of this authenticity and of this realness and mm. being able to have these real conversations. One of the, uh, one of the things my friends and family used to say, Jamie, you're just overthinking. Just too sensitive. Just, or- just stop overthinking. It's like, well, if yeah. I could turn that off like a light switch, I yeah. probably could have done it myself. <laughs> and I can't. So that's not really helpful. Yeah. Um, how do I navigate this world? And so, you know, then from magazines and TV, it turned to people on stages. And I had, you know, this incredible experience through the Tony Robbins group and um, going to all of his events and then being invited back to support and crew and having the, you know, the privilege to work in the green room and um, backstage. But, you know, also in those experiences, I was just seeing that there was still a level of like um, projection of perfection. Yeah. of these perfect lives, you know, and after doing all that work, you know, I was like, it's been 12 months. Why doesn't my life look like Tony Robbins? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, and what I discovered in that process is, A, I'm a female and yeah. he's like talking to men, you know, so I had this whole initiation into the feminine yes. uh, from that point, realizing yes. that you, know, you can't just will your way out of feeling the depths of who you are. Yeah. Uh, and releasing, you know, lifetimes of ancestral pain um, in your body. So, anywho, I, I digress a little bit. But the um, the point that I wanted to bring back to with those examples was just this um, this real commitment to the real conversations, and yeah. that um, you know, it's not. It's sometimes it's not a smooth. I don't think anyone's road is a smooth road ever. Full no, stop. Period. Not at all but just oh reminding God. ourselves of that and opening the conversation of more of those conversations so that we can relate and we can learn and we can yeah. navigate life at the depth that it actually wants to be navigated. Yes. Yes. Oh, there's so much I want to say around everything you've just said. And, you know, like you, like I've been knocked on my ass so many times over the past nine years, you know, my healing journey started about nine years ago and there have just been so many times where I have just been brought back closer to truth, you know, and this, but this is what the universe does when we are, when we're walking our path and and we're, you know, we're taking the steps, we're creating magic. When we start veering away from truth unknowingly, Mm -hmm. the universe is always going to bring us back closer. And 
sometimes those reminders can be really quite um, hard, you know, really, really hard. They can be quite painful. They can really knock you, you know, for a sixer a lot of the time, you know, when, when you, when you get hit with those truths and it's one thing that I have really found I guess you could say a little bit challenging to navigate at times is for me, I I don't know about you, but I don't know how much you've gone into human design before. Have you ever gone into human design before and figured out? Yeah. 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 So I'm a manifester in human design. Anyone listening, go and Google human design. It's amazing. It really is like, it really shows you a lot about yourself and how you, you operate, um, you know, energetically, but, I have known for a long time that I'm a teacher, right? In, in, in my life and what I do and what I share. And a big part of my journey, and I feel like you're probably the same, is I will navigate through it, get hit with lessons, and then I love sharing the value, right? So when I'm sort of on the other side of that, I love sharing the value and the wisdom that's come from that and put that into like a practical sort of teaching for others to embody, you know? And I know that my teachings, they're not going to resonate with everyone because every, everything lands for different people in different ways. And for me, it's more about being not attached to whether it's going to land for someone or not. It's just knowing that it will land for the right people and, and sharing that. So a big part of my journey has been you know, yeah, sharing and experiencing the highs and, and the wins and the things that that I create that are, are magic, but then also learning how to share and navigate the lessons and, and the lows. And as someone who um, loves teaching and, and sharing, it can be really tricky. And I'd love to know sort of where you stand with that. And getting back to Wonder Woman, it's all, everything we're sharing is you know, interconnected here, you know, around, around her, I feel. Um, But it's being brave enough to sort of be in that truth, in that vulnerability, but also move through that with authenticity. Do you know what I mean? Where, where do you sort of stand with that? You know, in terms of knowing you're here to share powerfully but then also having people that could possibly be watching. I know a lot of women struggle with this as well, you know, um, having people sort of watching and going, yeah, but I don't feel like you're, you're being authentic there, or I don't feel like, do, do you know what I mean? Because when we're sharing our struggles, it's very easy for people to sort of go, well, she doesn't have it all together. And we don't ever have it all together. No one ever has it all together. That's, there's no such thing as having it all together. How do you feel as a woman who knows she's here on purpose to teach and wants to teach, how do you feel we can navigate through that fear of, I know I have something powerful to share, but I'm so afraid to see other people or have other people see me quote unquote fail at times. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then feel like I'm being inauthentic in the process. Totally. Yeah. Um, and so first I want to present that, I mean, this journey is as much of a learning lesson for us as what it mm. is for everyone else. And I think uh, for women, you know, one of the core, there's some core 
um, core pieces as women. You know, one of them is like safety. One of them is, yeah. you know, we have different layers around being seen. And so there's these different elements. And I really resonate with, with what you're saying. You know, I feel like sometimes um, the it's nice to have it all wrapped up in a pretty bow because society, tell you know, all the projecting mm -hmm. perfection. Um, and so I think it's just, I mean, for me, it's, I'll just speak from my personal experience. Yeah. It's just been like coming back to like, okay, what is it that I'm a stand for? And really coming back to that place of like, fuck, I was that woman that was really struggling, mm. um, that thought there was something wrong with her because nobody was sharing authentically. So how can I bring more of that authenticity to mm. it? But I think a key distinction that's shifted for me is um, being able to hold myself in my process first and foremost. Yes. And really knowing what I need. Yeah. And, and this has been like a journey. You know, we need different things at different times. Yep. Um, I see yep. a lot of women processing publicly. There's a few yep. women that they process quite publicly, right? So that yep. can be that can be really powerful. I'm not, there's no judgment against yep. it. I'm not making it right or wrong. Um, but that's that's their way that they process, right? It's quite public and there's quite a um quite a regularity of how they're showing up and so people see them oh one day they're in their grief and the next day they're in their excitement yeah. and there's just this like perpetual oh we always know what that person's up to yes uh so that's one way so, so that can be super powerful for people yep. because it can really resonate um it's not the way that i that works for me yeah um and i i've learned that i think maybe like i don't want to say the hard way because i never felt like I did that, but I definitely compared myself to those that did. And I, think I can totally relate to that because I'm, I agree with you. It's not the way I process it either. So I totally yeah. relate to that. Yeah. And I also think, so I've had a lot of experience now within the different communities and within mm. different people. And I can see, you know, for me, the depth in which I navigate something is quite sacred. You know, like mm -hmm. I've actually really taken on that, the process and what I journey through is quite sacred. I mean, you reflected so beautifully at the start that when I show up online, it's, there's such a presence and it's, it's funny because you might think, Oh, okay. Does that mean she's omnipresent? You know, because some people showing up every single day are omnipresent, yeah. but I, I don't. And I really had to move away from the expectation that I did to come mm -hmm. into this place. And now I see my process like these, these, these tangible nuggets of gold. And when I spend time on, polishing them and, and writing from that deep authentic place when it's ready and I share mm. it, I can feel the the ripples and the energetic impact that it's having on those that read it. And that's what I'm, and, and, and I don't do it for that. I do it because it's like, I've come to this completion and it feels really good for me to share this complete nugget of gold. Yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal that to the world as vulnerable as it is sometimes yes. um, and, and let that be the transmission. But what I've found for myself is that there's such a, a yearning within me, a deep yearning within me to, to reveal those parts of me, to reveal mm. my heart, essentially, mm. to reveal the tenderness of my heart. And equally, I think I did a post about this um, just recently that I equally want to, reveal the tenderness of my heart like mm. i yearn to and it's the most vulnerable scary tender place yes i think it was yeah. in the context of um i'd spent a sunday afternoon painting on a canvas and i um 
I'd never shared anything like that mm. before. You know, I don't identify as a painter or anything. It was just a creative expression I was doing that day. I felt really called to film it on my stories. Yeah. And um, sometimes, like, to be honest, I've really, the last 12 months, I've really stepped away from stories and stepped away from that because I've just been so enjoying the present moment. I realized that my mm-hmm. life was more about what it looks like to everybody else than me actually mm-hmm. enjoying it. So I completely rearranged that. hmm so that I could truly be present in my life. And I felt quite called. It was an expression to, to film it. And I did. Mm. And I, afterwards I was like hit with this wave of like vulnerability. I was like, oh, I feel so exposed. Oh my mm. gosh. It was so beautiful to reveal that because it was like, my yearning is to reveal the depth of my heart with the world mm. and seen in that. But it's also my greatest fear, right? Mm. Because it's like the most tender, vulnerable place. So um, circling back to answer your question, I think we all need to find what's right for us. Yeah. And uh, I think there's so much wisdom in uh, our experiences, uh, in the permission that it gives for one another when we share. Uh, and, you know, I think the first step is just to work out, like, what's the intention? Mm-hmm. Am I sharing this because I want to be someone or be yeah. seen or be acknowledged? Yeah. Um, and I haven't quite yet processed it. And I'm actually just yeah. looking for like validation yes. and love. I see a lot of that. Um, or is this something that I've sat with that I've processed that's like gold, it's changed my yes. life. And I want to, sh- I want to reveal that to the world so that, you know, it might impact somebody as much as it. Impacts. Yeah. There are two things I really want to touch on that you've just spoken about. First one is around vulnerability and the posting. I think, and like you said, this is not coming from judgment at all. It's just purely observation. I think over the past, probably around maybe a year or two now, we've seen a lot of people that will even post vulnerable posts, right? At the top of their, at the top of whatever they're sharing to let people know that it's, it's, it's vulnerable. And there's almost become like this societal, I don't know if you feel the same way, but there's almost become this societal expectation for some people, especially if you are a teacher or if you're someone who, you know, like myself, like yourself, who we share online and we, you know, um, really empower women through the online space and offline as well, that if we aren't bearing our soul and everything that is going wrong in our life, that we're, that we aren't being vulnerable. It's almost been like this um, expectation that's been created now that if you're not sharing everything that's going wrong or anything that's going wrong in your life, then you're fake or you're not authentic, right? And I feel like there's, there's really been this struggle. And like yourself, I don't resonate with sharing as I'm in it, you know, on online. And I know for a lot of people, they can do that. And when they do it, it's actually really powerful for those reading it because that's actually how they're meant to process it, right? But for some people, we need to process it first, learn the gold, learn the magic in it, and then share it from that place. And I know personally, I have felt, which I've moved through and, and let that go now, I have, I have felt the pressure to bear my soul more and share things that maybe I don't feel I need to share in order to feel like I'm being vulnerable enough online. Because it's like, well, if I'm not sharing all this, am I really impacting enough? Am I, you know, is, is what I'm sharing going to 
resonate with people enough or land the way I'd love it to land for people. And I really had to pull myself back in and remind myself that, no, I get to share as vulnerably as I, as I want to. And that doesn't mean I have to be a mess online to, to have it land for people. Vulnerability looks different to everyone. And who are we really to, to say she's being vulnerable enough or she's not being vulnerable enough? Because vulnerability is different for everyone. It looks different for everyone. And I think we get to look at how people show up and trust and know that that is their vulnerability. That is their vulnerability. And that it doesn't mean that they're being fake or they're not being real or they're not, they're not sharing enough because it's not messy enough. Does that resonate with you? Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand where where you're coming from for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing that I, I love what you shared as well is the not feeling like you need to be showing up every day to actually create an impact and build a successful business, right? Because I know that this is something that over the years we've been taught a lot. You know, you've got to hustle, you've got to show up every day. And I love showing up a lot, right? But even I have taken a little bit of a step back to how much I used to show up, right? I remember up until probably around 12 months ago, I was showing up multiple times a day, doing multiple lives. And now I might do a live once every couple of weeks or maybe once a week. And I'll share when I feel like I have something really powerful to say. And sometimes that might be three times in a day. Sometimes that might be once in a day. Sometimes I might have a day or two in between actually posting something. How can we as women start to shift that mentality or I guess that limiting belief that we have to be showing up constantly in order to create that abundance. I guess what I'm saying is as women, we are so powerful. Our ability to attract and to create and to manifest abundance is so potent. How do we tap into that and remove the scarcity around it? Well, we have to first and foremost meet the scarcity. Mm-hmm. I've got a beautiful example. I, uh, I ran a program last year called Liberate. It was eight mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, it was 12 women. And it was about uh, taking them. Uh, it was all about passion, purpose, and power. Mm. And one of the women that came to me, she came to me because she wanted to build her business. And she, um, I identified her on, like, I'd seen her stuff online. And if I was honest, energetically, I was repelled by mm-hmm. her online. She was showing up a lot. Um, and she was posting a lot, but there was a frequency that was just like a bit icky, you know, it didn't Mm. feel inviting. I wasn't pulled in to want to see her post. I was more repelled and, and people, um, and I've, you know, had this conversation with her, right. It was part Mm -hmm. of the feedback. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the women that she worked with me because she wanted the truth, right. Not, I won't, I'm not going to fluff it up and be, you know, not be real about it. So she came on board. We had our first one-on-one. She's like, I want to build my business. I came to you because I love what you've done. And I love how powerful you show up. And I was like, okay, your role for the next eight weeks is to go completely offline. And she was like, what? <laughs> I came to you to build my business. I was like, I know, I know. And 
And so her whole task in that time, so she came off all socials. We honed in on her daily practice. We got her so aligned. And in that eight weeks, she completely transformed. She met herself in the scarcity. She met herself in the fear. She like completely, she came back at the end. Oh, by the way, she had a program that she'd already launched. People had already paid her one-on-ones. She moved, she pushed all of it back. The recommendation was like, change it all. So even the people that had paid her upfront in full, she got to have conversations with and say, I'm taking these next eight weeks. I'll either give you a refund or if you'd like, I'd love to share these lessons with you on the other side. You know, we, yes. we navigated the whole thing. But I think it was, yeah, it was fully online. She had a group program and one-on-ones that had paid in full. <clears throat> she completely shifted it. When she came back, she was a different woman, mm. a completely different woman. She was still working a side, um, a side job at the time. She's now full-time in her business, loving it, building a complete, complete community of women on the Sunshine Coast and like killing it. And from this place of authenticity, from this place of like meeting herself in the fears, and actually, you know, and I think this is like the, the point that I shared that story is like, you know, we, we have to be willing to dive into the places that are super uncomfortable. And sometimes yep. we've got to do the opposite to yep. what we think. Yes. Um, right. You know, so I, you know, I've met myself in dozens of examples like that as well. Mm. Um, you know, and, you know, the start of last year with COVID and all the things, you know, mm. I had a world tour booked essentially. <laughs> we were going yeah. to Hawaii, Bali. Um, and Byron in in 12 months and you know we just all had to rearrange and so it was just uh, allowing those fears to come up and I think it's you know if I could give a practical example for anyone listening you know really powerful way to meet yourself in these places uh, is first to feel to investigate to get curious to get curious to investigate and to feel yeah and right at the top of your page like I'm willing to feel my emotions it's safe to feel my emotions and then just being like, okay, how would it feel and visualize how would it feel to completely come offline? Mm. Like, what is it that I'm actually craving? And, and tune in to like, okay, sometimes we want to do the opposite. You know, we're so overworked. So I just want to pick up and move to Bali and have no kids yeah. and, you know, completely change my life. You know, that's definitely been a line that I've thought of too, because we just think it'll be easier. And the truth is that it's not easier. You still have to confront all of your own fears. Yeah but we can definitely do it in a way that's more supportive for the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so a beautiful way to do this is grab your journal, go create a space that create a space. that might be somewhere in your home. It might be somewhere in nature. And it's just like, okay. And ask yourself some powerful questions. Like what is really going on here? What am I really Mm -hmm. afraid to feel? What is it that I really want? You know, who Mm -hmm. am I, who is it that I really want to be? Who is it that I am that I'm not allowing myself to be? Yeah. You know, and just let the free flow come. And then, you know, when the fears come up and you can figure, oh, I'm so afraid that my husband will leave me, or I'm so afraid that this, or I'm so afraid of that, actually just allow yourself to fully Mm -hmm. feel it. And sometimes we feel um, to the heart and we're like, okay, all right, I'm feeling it, but we have to let it go all the Mm -hmm. way down to our wounds, you know, like let it wash through our whole body and just feel Mm -hmm. and breathe. And you'll feel a sense of peace come over you when you felt that fearfully. Yeah. You know, healing is in the feeling and we can do a lot of that without having to have the physical circumstances actually happen, but actually visualize and intuitively go in and have feel around in our bodies and feel around of, you know, what our fears are, what are we avoiding? What don't we want to see? 
Uh, and that's, I think that's where our true power comes from because totally. you know, truth isn't scary. It's neutral. Everything is neutral. It's Everything is neutral. Yeah. What we make it mean. So totally. Yeah. I, I love that. And just off the back of what you said, then it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, what I have found through working with women and, and doing what I do, a lot of women, when asked, when they ask themselves those questions, you know, what is coming up for me? What am I actually afraid of? Who am I really underneath all of this? They are so afraid to let the truth come to the surface because then they think that they have to go and act upon it, that they then have to go and do something. So it's like they suppress the truth. And what I say to them is I get them into a space where they are safe to know that it can come to the surface and they don't have to act upon it. Right. And that's not, that's not saying that we should ignore that. That's not saying to ignore truth and to not take the aligned action and the changes that we know we need to make or face what we know we need to face. But it's, it's firstly just letting that truth come to the surface without that pressure and that fear of if the truth comes to the surface, I'm going to have to do something about it. And that's what I feel a lot of people, why a lot of people suppress the truth because they think action needs to follow. And a lot of the time it does, but not in that moment. Sometimes you just have to let yourself say it or just voice it or feel it. And then sometimes that from there, once you have the awareness, you can then work through it. You know, hundred percent. I love that you said that. I've got to say the truth always leads us to the truth. Yes. The truth always leads us to the truth. So just acknowledging that. And then I feel like, you know, once they're brought to the surface, you know, life then shows us. Yes. Life always shows yeah. us, right? So even um, I think sometimes, you know, the truth will come up and then, you know, you don't need to immediately take action, but life will align to give you the opportunity mm-hmm. so that you can, you know, seamlessly step into that higher alignment or, absolutely, you know, that new version or whatever it is. And sometimes it's big things and sometimes it's small things, mm-hmm. um, just depending on, you know, where, where, where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I feel like we could just keep talking, but I know that we have to, we have to bring this to a close, bring this to an end, but this has just been such an amazing conversation, such an amazing conversation. Thank you so, so much for being on the internal shift podcast. I'm so grateful that you said yes to showing up and sharing your, your magic and your wisdom. This has been so much fun having you on here. (laughs) <laughs> thanks so much for having me I'm, just, I'm super grateful to be here you're welcome is there anything anything you want to leave everyone with just anything powerful I always love this question uh, well <laughs> what came through right before um you went to close it up was this the the feather the brick and the truck analogy yes yes and I don't know that I don't know how this is going to come through so I'm yeah. just bear with me everybody yeah. um <laughs> But I used to feel like I used to be afraid that I was going to get hit with these trucks. Mm. But I'd kind of, there was a few circumstances in my life where I'd got a few trucks because maybe yep. I wasn't listening yes. to the feathers and the bricks. And it almost left me with, well, it, it created fear in my body because it mm. emphasized like, oh fuck, I'm actually now afraid to kind of go too far off track or to, am I on track or, you know, it was kind of like this restricted energy. I can totally resonate with that actually. Okay. Okay. 
great. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that that came through to share. And I remember there was this one day um, I was journaling and I felt like I was, you know, in communion with my higher self, something mm -hmm. higher. And uh, I was writing and it came through. I was like, oh my God, I'm so afraid of these trucks. I was like, sweetheart, but we didn't send the trucks to hurt you or to mm -hmm. punish you. Like they were never here to hurt you or punish you. Sweetheart, you, your soul has signed up to live a life of truth. The trucks mm -hmm. are there to realign you always, honey. Yeah. Always are there to realign you. And, you know, you haven't done anything wrong by not listening, but, you know, perhaps you could listen a bit better yes. a bit earlier, you know, like these trucks, you know. And so what I've kind of taken from this experience is that I can get better at listening and yes. that, you know, this journey is lifelong and that there's nowhere to get. And there's nothing that I've done that's wrong. And the trucks are not here to hurt me or to scare mm. me or to make me wrong. You know, they're just that I've, you know, I've signed up for a full life. You know, I truly yeah. believe that my mission here, my purpose here is to be all that I am and all that I came here to be and yeah. be an example of what's possible for other women to do the same. So mm. um, it's just kind of resting back into the ease of that and the trust of that and knowing that every single day, is a blessing and an opportunity to show up in a new way. Love that. And yeah, I know every time I just allow myself to surrender, like more magic just shows up. It's almost an instant thing. Like every time you let go of the grip or you surrender, or you just allow yourself to sit back in the magic. That's when the magic shows up, you know? So I, I love that you said that. So thank you again so much for being on here. It has been such a pleasure. I am so sure that we will probably do another podcast in the future. Because <laughs> I feel, like I said, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. But yeah, it's been so awesome having you here and I can't wait to have you back again. Thanks, beautiful woman. Thank you, lovely. And I will link in the show notes where everyone can also find you as well, like your, your social media handles. Great. Awesome. Thanks, lovely. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, please make sure you head over to social media, tag me, let me know on all the social medias exactly what you got out of this episode, what you're committed to shifting internally, and I will see you in the next episode.